Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we talk all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And this week, we are going to be talking some paranormal shit. Or probably paranormal. Most likely paranormal. There's some other avenues that it could be, but I'm going to stick to that and you can't change my mind from it. Okay, I'm intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) But before we do, as always, how the fuck are we? (laughs) Yeah, basically, that's that's just that noise that Sierra just made describes it. Um. We had an adventure yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) A long pause. Would you like me to go first? Um. Or do you want to tell everyone how you feel? Because I did just ask you. Honestly, I was like, what the heck happened yesterday? Oh, God. (laughs) What didn't happen yesterday? Non-sunburns? Non-sunburns, <laughs> yeah. Um, we found out the hard way that uh, when you are prescribed steroids, um, i.e. Emily, um, you're not supposed to be out in direct sunlight. And um, I got very sick very quickly, <laughs> um, like full body shakes and uh, vomiting. So it was not fun. It was not a, not a good day. And I met some of these people for the first time yesterday. Um, and I feel terrible because of the, uh, <laughs> just resting bitch face that I was, pre- yeah, like you were I was to. unwell <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and like when I do not feel well, I, um, no other way to say this, but I'm a bitch. Um, so I started the day off with, um, 24 shots into my noggin, mm-hmm. uh, for my Botox, for my migraines, which usually can knock me back a few steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already not killing it basically. Um, and then, uh, I have my injured hip, mm-hmm. but, um, they found out that I have an inflamed, an inflamed muscle and a nerve impingement. So they gave me steroids mm-hmm. to fix that pain. And, uh, well, apparently I did not do enough research into the steroid department <laughs> and, uh, Sierra had to host a fundraiser for the softball team that she is coaching. I feel like I can say that. That's not like triangulating our location as much okay all right cool so um i was outside taking the money uh Mm -hmm. while sierra was doing the uh window cleaning that's what your your job was at one point in time when i looked over most of the time okay yeah yeah. Um, that's what i delegated myself to just because like there are too many people there were tiny there were they're not tiny but i mean one of the medium-sized children yeah um who are way more capable of jumping around and washing cars (laughs) um but anyway so yeah i sat out in the sun that was not a smart choice and got really fucking sick off of it but didn't know yeah i didn't know like nobody told me and then after the fact i'm talking to my doctor because i'm like what the hell is wrong with me and, like, I'm thinking I'm dying, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my go-to thought, as Sierra <laughs> knows. I'm dying. Um, and he's like, well, were you outside? And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, that's why. Like, what? And then my dad was like, why didn't you know that? I'm like, what? <laughs> you are very ignorant of that. <laughs> yeah. And um, he was like, you should have known that. I was, And then he goes on to tell me that it's happened to him before when he was in Daytona racing motorcycles. I was like, well, why didn't you know that? He goes, because I didn't. I'm like, okay, then why do you expect me to know it? Right. So yeah. Um, PSA, if you're on steroids, do not sit outside in direct sunlight mm-hmm. for uh, three plus hours. 
just hot tips. Or everyone. any hours. Or any hours, basically. <laughs> um, or take hot showers, apparently. Oh, yeah. Hot showers apparently have the same effect. Um, and washing your face with hot water. So I took a very cold shower last night after um, my whole, or- whole ordeal. And I feel a lot better today. Um, I'm at least able to move around. Yeah. I do have a really nasty sunburn, though. Um, I'm almost the color of my red shirt. Um, pretty close to Sierra's red shirt. <laughs> so, but other than that, we're doing good. You're a little sore, right? Yeah. It, like, it's not like sunburn, but it's just like, well, I guess, yeah, no sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what I, it's like, even <clears throat> on parts like where I had a shirt on. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were out there for a while and you were wearing all black, so... It was fine. I I didn't didn't even like really notice at the time. Like mm. it didn't seem. I think like I feel like that's what everybody says. I didn't know. And I then, definitely noticed. Well, yeah. Because like all of a sudden it just got worse and worse and worse, and I was like, <laughs> right. But yours was exacerbated. Yeah. So yeah. I know. At one point I looked at you. I was like, we need to go now. <laughs> so um, but today was today was better. Um, we went to a really cute local greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fun. We got four new plants. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, two of them are Sierra's, um, that uh, I'm going to make her name. Um, but we do have an ungodly number of them. We have 22 n- plants now, y'all. 22 without the babies. Yeah, we have some seedlings that are not germinating the way that I want them to, um, which is at all. Also, no, just kidding. I left out two. We have 24. I didn't. I forgot Scully and Mulder. Oh. Because well. I can't see them because of Conrad. I name all of our plants. It's an actual problem because I forget their names and give them new names. So. <laughs> and then um, I come along and I'm like, who the heck is that? And you say, the, and I'm like, no. No, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I asked the other day if we had any painter's tape to label them. Oh, so I okay. forget. Um, but anyway, so we went to this really cute little greenhouse named Oakdale Greenhouses. And it's pretty cute. It's um, out and about around Charlotte, which mm-hmm. is really cute really cool um they had like seven greenhouses it was pretty cool uh we saw two dogs there that was pretty cute i didn't Mm -hmm. get to pet them but they're pretty cute they were oh and then i got vaccinated today Mm -hmm. got my one shot of johnson and johnson um that was really super easy jansen jansen is the johnson and johnson one's name Mm -hmm. um it was super easy just like answered a few questions, went in, she gave me a needle and poke in the arm, and I was done. I had to wait for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I walked out to the car to Sierra, and that's it. Yeah. Sierra had her first ever Pinky's Burger, which is a, like, it's like a Charlotte thing. Like, when you move to Charlotte, you have to have Pinkies. Like, if you live in and around Charlotte, you have to have Pinkies. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Like Basically. It's like a, it's like a big deal. Two times and one coming. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, it's, it's. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, if it's nothing m- great. It's like one of those landmarks, like people like hype up, and you're just yeah. like, oh my gosh, we have to go, and then you like get there, and it's like, oh yeah, okay. and it's just like a place. Um, but I mean, it's it, you can say that you've been now. You've mm-hmm. seen the Volkswagen on the roof. So. I mean, it wasn't. Did you not see the Volkswagen on the roof? Totally missed that. <laughs> you didn't see it on the outside of the building. No. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you didn't see the bug on top of the roof when I, you were walking no, up there. Nothing. I didn't pay no attention to it. <laughs> oh my god! Nope. 
does like his thing, I bet, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. My. All right. That's totally, totally me. The there. one time we go to Charlotte, like, we barely ever go to Charlotte. I know. It's just, it's far, one, There's. it's really crowded. <laughs> I sound like an old lady, but, we like. We saw a lot of dogs there today. We did see, a, a, like, seriously, I do not know how many dogs we saw today because every two seconds one of us was going dog (laughs) (laughs) um but it was pretty cute so but yeah so we've had a pretty fun day I feel like that's all I can think of right now obviously think of more pretty sure um as usual I answered the question on how are you for you are you good yeah, I just accidentally unplugged my headphones. I couldn't hear what you were saying. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, okay. I was saying, as usual, I answered the question, how are you for you? I like it that way. You do? Yeah. Okay. As long as, as, long as you're okay with it. I don't know if they like it that way or not, but. Well, I mean, we haven't gotten any complaints, so. That's far. true. So but I guess they do. Maybe eventually I'll have something interesting to say about my life. <laughs> I still feel really bad for, like, the introduction I gave to your coworkers yesterday. <laughs> like, I feel like I haven't touched on that, but I feel bad because, like, I was not... Y'all, when I say I was not in a coherent headspace, I couldn't even tell you the time we got home yesterday. Like... It was not good. I looked over at Sierra. Well, most of them had already met you. So. That's true. But, like, um, most of them also don't listen to the show. Mm. <laughs> there is that. So, um, I just felt really bad. But, um, yeah, so, just just had to air that out again because that is not normal, Emily. Well, I do always have a resting bitch face, but, like, not normally. Out of it. Uh, yeah. Um, You're usually very, like. In the moment, you can be very, like, outgoing and be like, hi, you know. Yeah. All that stuff. Yesterday was a very off day. All right. Anyway, back to some other people that are having some off days mm. in this in this uh, adventure of case. So, this is dubbed, like, Vermont's Bermuda Triangle, but instead of the Bermuda Triangle, it's the Bennington Triangle, mm-hmm. and that was coined by an author named Joseph A. Citro. It is a loosely defined area that encompasses the ghost town of Glastonbury, once a small logging town, like logging community Mm -hmm. centered around um, a mountain in southwestern Vermont. The population of Glastonbury dwindled. Dwindled. That sounds so weird to me. Dwindled? Mm -hmm. Is twindled a word? With a T? Trundle. Trundle? I know what trundle is, but it's twindle. I don't think so. Okay. I feel like I invented a new word. I feel like it needs to mean like twirly and sparkly. Like something is twindled. The dazzled. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just making up my own shit here, man. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Sure. Dwindled. The the population dwindled. dwindled. Nope, I need a minute. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I'm literally two sentences into this shit. This is not my fault this time. (laughs) I don't know why that set me off so bad, but it did. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed that. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) 
I'm just over here minding my own business. <laughs> I can't deal with it. All right. Dwindled. There we go. I got it. Sure. Okay. Watch dwindled be like a dirty word or something. <laughs> oh, that would be your luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Babe. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. Oh, God. Now I'm really hot. <sighs> Give me a second. Let me let me get some Sprite and gain my, regain my composure. Got the giggles, folks. We'll be right back. Okay, so Sierra's hopefully edited out that um, five-minute laughing attack. I mean, y'all probably heard some of it, but I had to, like, walk away and compose myself. Oh, God, I'm, like, hot now. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Um, again, I was only, like, one sentence in. All right, so. Bennington. Yeah, the Bennington Triangle. Um where was oh okay it dwindled down Mm -hmm. to almost nothing which later got the attention of ripley's believe it or not believe it or not which is so cute there's one of those at myrtle beach it's actually pretty cool yeah um they have pretty cool stuff in there there's like this giant well there was i haven't been to myrtle beach in a hot minute right but there's like this big uh like marble ball thing out front it's got like water that comes out of it it's like Mm -hmm. a fountain it's really cute so anyway ripley's believe it or not in the 1930s came around uh they when they came around yeah they came around in the 1930s when they learned that all three members of the madison family were the entire town's population Mm. um and held every office (laughs) (laughs) which is honestly my dream goal like we have the office and which one of you assigned to it this one and then yeah yeah like you're the mayor you're the uh what's the what's the money people you're the treasury department Mm -hmm. like Check, 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 check. Mm-hmm. Um, because of all of, like, because of this whole situation, uh, the state of Vermont disorganized the town in 1937. Uh, yeah, basically. The first time the state had ever done, like, such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this area was basically reclaimed by the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not even really, like, a town. It's unincorporated. Yeah. Um, it... Which, this whole thing seems to, like, like the whole ordeal with this town, like, mm-hmm. why it's so spooky... Um, it seems to have, like, dated all the way back to, um, like, the indigenous people that lived there uh, who refused to venture onto Glastonbury Mountain, mm-hmm. um, fearing that the land was cursed. They only used the land to bury their dead. The Algonquin legend warned that a malevolent stone in the mountains would open up and devour anyone unlucky to step on it, mm. which is terrifying, um, especially because I love hiking and that's... So scary. Yeah, you just like you step in the back, and then yeah, you're, done. you're gone. Okay, then. gone. Which is so funny because I was watching. Which well, is not funny. It's just very ironic because I was just watching an episode of X Files mm-hmm. um, where Scully and Mulder fall into the inside of a mountain because they're being eaten alive by a fungus, and it takes place in a mountain range in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, hmm. yeah. Super strange. I think it's like Black Mountain or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Okay. I Googled it. So it's in my Google history, at least. <clears throat> well, Robert will know. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so maybe this whole mountain thing is just, you know, legend. But it was also, like, the winds are really strange there. They're, like, mm-hmm. kind of a crosswind that can meet at the summit, which is really strange for a mountain. 
Even today, hunters will tell you that because of the disorienting winds, it's very easy to get lost in the woods. And then they also follow along with the same track of the, of the um, legend of the stone mm-hmm. in the mountains where the yeah. few step on it, you know. Um, so another reason it's, you know, a place to be avoided. Right, because, like, if you don't know which stone it is or where it is, like, any stone could be the one. Yeah, and if it's, like, the whole fucking mountain, like... Right. Because stones can be any size. Right, so, like, you know, if, if it... What if it's more than one stone? What oh, if, fuck, I didn't even think of that, man. It's, like, a population of stones. Oh, my goodness. No, I don't love that idea. I do not love that idea. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, next up. We're not going there. <laughs> and I love Vermont. Vermont was beautiful yeah, when we went. Um, we need more syrup, um, so we got to get on I mean, that. We could go to Canada for that, too. Yeah, I don't have a passport, so. All right, we need to get on that. We do need to get on me getting a passport. I also need to update my driver's license, but, you know, well, we'll get there. All <clears> right, I need to figure out how well, I need to look up the requirements. For passports? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so add to our list of five hundred things. <laughs> it's not urgent. We're not going to Canada anytime soon. You never I'm pretty know. sure the border's not open right now. Okay. Well, as soon as it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are um, hearing us make plans. You're welcome. So anyway, the weirdness continues when um, colonial settlers mm-hmm. came about, um, and let's just say white people stealing shit at this point. Okay. <sighs> Um, who's, we've hashed it. If you hadn't heard it, go back. And I'm going to keep repeating it. Cause I mean, white yes. people ain't great. Like, come on now. So the settlers came, um, whose vague and, you know, unresearchable accounts tell of weird sounds, noises, and odors that would come from the mountain. Um, but there are human things that work as here as well. And those have been documented. The first of these weird things happening mm-hmm. is in 1867, there was an alleged wild man sighting where the mysterious man creature thing mm-hmm. um, would venture down from the woods. Uh, some accounts say he lived in a cave in Somerset, pull back his coat and expose himself to unsp- unsuspecting women in Glastonbury and nearby Bennington. He was also said to brandish a revolver for intimidation. Whoever he was, he eventually ran out of town and faded into obscurity. Which, what the fuck? Honestly. Yeah. Are you, why would he even do that? Um, because he's a man, he has nothing better to do. I don't know. Like, it's 1867. What else the fuck are you going to do? I don't know. I'm not making excuses for this man, but like... Honestly. It's just so... Weird? Bizarre. Yeah. Of all the things you can come up with, that's what... (laughs) Men. Who knows? (sighs) (laughs) All right. So, on... uh, Not... uh, God. I just tried to combine April and October. Oh. Yeah. So... That's not even close. No. (laughs) Um, On April 4th... On April 4th, 1892, a fable mill worker also... My accent comes in real strong this episode, and <laughs> I'm not sorry about it, but half of these words are also, like, southern town names, like, mm-hmm. so... It's probably pronounced something different in Vermont. Way different. Here we are. Yes. Okay, so, fable mill worker Henry McDowell went haywire and murdered John Crowley by bashing Oops. him in the head with either a piece of wood or a rock. It's 
kind of a little fuzzy on that area. <laughs> I mean, it was 1892. I mean, really doesn't matter. His head bastion. Basically, so. and he's dead. Yeah. So um, he fled town, McDowell. And mm-hmm. uh, he was, however, he was later apprehended in South Norwalk, Connecticut, where he made a full confession, mm-hmm. which, what? Why you had to do that? It's not like they have good forensics back then. Exactly. Anyway. If there was a time to murder people, it would be the 1800s, for fuck's sake. Yeah. All right. And I love how we have this kind of conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, not that you should, right? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Um, However, we are definitely saying you should not murder anybody. For legal reasons, we are saying you should not murder anyone. Okay. However, McDowell was babbling on about how voices in his head wouldn't leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And as a result, he was sentenced in the Vermont State Asylum in Waterbury. Mm-hmm. But he escaped by hiding in a railroad car, carrying a load of coal, never to be seen again. Whoa. Yeah. Um, some say he returned to Glastonbury, and others claim that he still remains in hiding on the slopes to this very day, which is impossible because that motherfucker is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but by now, he would be impossibly old man, obviously, um, which takes an eerie resemblance to the tale of Dr. Benton coming from the mountains of New Hampshire, which is a story for another day. Okay. On the opening day of Vermont's first hunting season in 1897, also, that seems like a very late start to have hunting seasons like your first ever hunting season is in 1897 well does it mean like the official like these are the organized hunting oh, seasons maybe now? yeah probably like before it was just like you know whenever you yeah, go to. for it yeah um and then they started murdering entire populations of right animals yeah okay so anyway 1897 40 year old john harbor a respected woodford resident was mysteriously murdered at his deer camp in bickford hollow a remote like area in the hills of south glassenbury mm-hmm. while hunting with his brother and a family friend they heard a blast of a rifle followed by him crying out i've been shot which oh shit motherfucker um they immediately turned around and searched for him but it wasn't until 11 a.m the next morning they found him which gives me some super suspicion on the brother and so-called friend Right. Right? Mm. Did the brother then later get with his wife? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, we still haven't said this yet. Okay, so that just reminded me. We we live right down the street. (laughs) Sierra knows now. We live right down the street from a cemetery, Mm y'all. Like, we can literally walk there, and it brings me so much joy because every single time we go in and out of our neighborhood, we go past the cemetery, and I'm Mm -hmm. just like, What's up, BBs? Um, but, okay, so there's this one headstone. And it's like it's like a, a little plot of headstones. Like a family plot. Yeah. Thing. And there's the dude. Mm-hmm. And then there's the dude's first wife. Mm-hmm. First wife dies. Yeah. Then there's the chick. However, the chick just so happens to be the first wife's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and he buried, like, they're buried on either... They're buried right beside one another. Yeah. So it's like the first wife, then the sister, sex slash second wife, and then the dude. Yeah. And it, it's it's very interesting. So I need to know what happened there. And they overlap. Right. And it's so. not like uh it's not like their daughter or anything because it has the the lady the two ladies have the same last name. Yeah. And then he has a different last name. Yes. So 
It's it's a very interesting. I wonder. I think I can't remember, but it doesn't say wife of. Yeah, it says uh, wife yeah. wife of. Yeah, of both of them say wife of. The yeah, dude. and they also say daughter of. Yeah. So we know that they're related, um. But it's it's just very interesting, and some old people had some very interesting backgrounds. It's eight twenty two. Oh my god, y'all. Okay, so I looked at the clock today when it said two twenty two, four twenty two, six twenty two, and now eight twenty two. Oh my goodness. That's a fucking sign. I don't know what it means, but it's a sign. In case I haven't said this already, 22 is my lucky number. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Um, they found him with his legs protruding out from underneath a cedar tree. However, something wasn't quite right. Um, obviously, he's been fucking shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Do-do-do. And not found, even though they were with him. Yeah. Until the next day. Yeah. His loaded gun sat neatly beside him as if it was purposely put there, Mm -hmm. but something was wrong. His body was distant, like, distanced away from where he was shot. They now know that John had to have been moved. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no way it could have been in this situation. Um, But by what? Did he crawl after... Did he crawl over there after being shot? Did he receive some human help, possibly by the shooter, a.k.a. the brother or the friend, or both? Mm-hmm. Um, there were no signs of him having walked or crawled to his final resting place. No clues at all. Uh, the mystery remains unsolved to this day. Again, it's a fucking murder in 1897, so, like, not yeah. a lot of forensics. Right, and if they were, like, looking for him, people, like, walked everywhere Yeah. when they found him. So there was no way to know if they were, like, footprints or anything like that. Yes. So it was after these two murders that signaled both the beginning of Glastonbury's slow decline and the establishment of its reputation as a mysterious haunted place. Mm-hmm. Sometime in the late 19th century, a stagecoach full of passengers were making their way over the mountains near Glastonbury, near present-day Route 9 in Woodford. It was well past dark, and a violent rainstorm was washing out the road. The rain was coming down so hard it soon forced the driver to slow to like a crawl, um, as it thundered, mm-hmm. which, um, if anybody has ever ridden a horse while it's thundering and lightning, it's not fun. No. It's fucking terrifying. The horse hates it, can guarantee that. Um, it's, it's not fun. They don't like the rain any, or the water or anything. My, see, my horse loved the rain. Mm-hmm. If it started fucking thundering, it game over. We're yeah. staying under a tree and that's it. <laughs> like, we're not fucking moving. Um, and I'm also, when I was little, I was also really terrified of thunderstorms, mm-hmm. like, could not deal with them. I just don't like loud noises like that. It just, I don't like fireworks, nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. Things became so bad that the driver eventually came to a complete stop in the dark and wet mountain wilderness, mm-hmm. uh, which is also not a wonderful thing to do. Um, as he hopped down from his perch with a lantern to get a good idea of the situation, he noticed something peculiar, uh, peculiar, peculiar? I can usually say this word. I can usually say this word. Peculiar. Nope. Okay. He noticed something fucking strange, y'all. By lantern light, uh, there were unfamiliar footprints in the mud just ahead of him. The rain hadn't washed them away yet, so they had to be fresh tracks, the driver reckoned. His observations revealed that the tracks were widely spaced, suggesting whatever had made them was tremendous in size. He noticed that the horse... Or running. Or running. True. He noticed that the horses were beginning to get spooked, but he just couldn't stop thinking about those tracks. What had made them? He soon hollered back at the passengers and asked for their opinions. At this point, the horses were going fucking wild. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, for anybody that 
has never been around horses or, like, doesn't know anything about horses, like, they're very sensitive to that sort of thing. Like, very sensitive. Um, my horse particular knew, like, any moment, like, if we were about to come across, like, a dog or a snake, she always fucking knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, like, dogs are the same way. Like, they are very right. in tune to what's fucking happening. Um, which is so, so cool and so strange at the same time. So when he is like talking back to the passengers, mm-hmm. this point the horses are going fucking wild. Uh, that meant that something was like skulking nearby, mm-hmm. um, and it just might be whatever made those tracks. So as the passengers began to step out, something dealt a savage blow to the side of the carriage. Now all of the passengers scrambled out of the carriage, completely terrified. Um, the blows kept coming until the whole thing tumbled over onto its side. Oh my goodness! The passengers and the driver huddled together in the dark or the rain stinging their faces the creature came into view though it was almost impossible to see two large eyes could be made out staring at them a vague detail described the brazen creature as roughly eight feet tall and hairy before it stumbled back into the woods shortly after whatever had attacked them became dubbed the bennington monster also known as bigfoot Mm. (laughs) yeah another interesting theory suggests that the bennington monster is actually the horrifying transformation of the glassenberry wild man Mm. you know the guy that was going around flashing people um not people sorry women exclusively um yeah after he was chased out of the region he took back to the woods and dwelled like we Mm -hmm. you know another fun fact is that he um was supposedly turned cannibalistic so, oh. yeah. But if he was a cannibal, wouldn't he have, Need like... to come out of the woods, yeah. Try to, like, take one of them or something like True. that? I mean... I don't know, man. Plenty of people there, right, for the picking. True. True, true. Okay. So, after that whole... Did they escape? Ordeal. The passengers? Yeah. Yes. They lived to tell the tale. Okay. Well, I That guess is how obviously. we know. But I don't know how they escaped, because that's all I got on them, but, you I know. I don't know. I mean, two of them could have escaped, just unhug the horses and get out of there. <laughs> Fuck y'all. It could have been one horse, too. That's true. But, anyway, okay. <laughs> Probably the person, the driver, just like, <laughs> yeah, <you."> peace out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me in that situation. Goodbye. <laughs> and I'm out. Yep. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, next was the straying, strange... Probably strange. Okay, next was the strange string of missing person reports um, some 70 years ago. In 1945, a five-year span of disappearances began in the Bennington Triangle with the vanishing of Midi Rivers. And that's a name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A 74-year-old local hunting guide, Rivers led a party of four around the... Oh, I totally thought it was a girl. I did too. I mean, I guess it could be, but probably not, I guess. I mean, Mitty could be a gender neutral name for all we know. Um, all right, anyway. I lost my train of it's thought. It's not relevant, I guess. It doesn't really matter if it's a girl or a guy. It, or not. It is a, it, he is a man. Um, yes, he is a man. Okay, so a 74 year old local hunting guy, Rivers led a party of four hunters around the area, cutely called Hell Hallow. Oh, nice. Yes. 
um, in the southwest woods of Glastonbury before he was suddenly lost. After an unsuccessful initial search, many still believe that he is, like, a knowledgeable woodsman, so he should be able to survive and soon, like, surface in town. However, this was not the case. Soon, more than 300 concerned locals and U.S. Army soldiers dispatched from Massachusetts Fort Devens combed like they combed the fucking woods um for eight days holy crap yeah turning up not a single shred of evidence to as to the whereabouts of rivers that's fucking wild yeah that's crazy right the following year saw arguably the most infamous missing persons case in the history of vermont uh the disappearance the disappearance of paula weldon weldon was an 18 year old student at bennington college who decided to take a hike of a um like not the whole hike of Mm -hmm. the long trail during thanksgiving break where most of her like peers however we're returning home she was like let's go fucking hike Mm -hmm. which sounds like my kind of gal (laughs) like (laughs) let's go fucking hike um, so she was last seen on Sunday, December 1st, 1946, wearing an easy to spot red shirt and entering a inter, like, you know how when we were in Vermont, they had like sor- certain entrances right off the road at the yeah. national park that we went mm-hmm. to. Um, that's kind of what she did. She would like, she parked somewhere and then went into one of the trailheads. Like most trails are super fucking long and like people don't want to hike the whole thing yeah so um and this one's fucking called long trail so (laughs) can't imagine (laughs) yeah all right anyway so she entered the entrance near glassonbury mountain for long trail Mm -hmm. walden never showed up for her monday classes spurring a massive search party of more than 1,000 people and offering a five thousand dollar reward which for 1946 that's a yeah good chunk of change um, that's like Lady Gaga offering, what, $500,000 for the return of her dogs? Is that what it was? 50000 I think it was fifty. Yeah. Okay. And an ungodly amount. Still. Enough for me and Sierra to contemplate leaving and going to Los Angeles. <laughs> Surely uh, we can find it, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, despite the large turnout, numerous aircraft utilized, and a variety of assisting law enforcement departments, no clues to her fate were ever discovered. Wow. Right? They said they found her car, but nothing about her, right? No, nothing about her. Many, including Weldon's father, criticized the authorities' lack of sophisticated methods in handling the case, which actually served as a catalyst for founding the Vermont State Police seven months later. Mm. Uh, The case remains open to this day, exactly three years to the day after the vanishing of Paula Weldon. The Bennington Triangle saw one of its more seemingly supernatural disappearances. Uh, that day, 68-year-old man named James E. Tedford boarded a bus to Bennington after visiting relatives in St. Albans, Vermont. Numerous witnesses, including a driver, later confirmed that Tedford had been in his seat as of, um, no, that's the next sentence, as late as the last stop before Bennington mm-hmm. uh, yet when the bus finally pulled into Bennington Tedford was never to be found after he implausibly fucking vanished into thin air I might I add mm-hmm. um, while inside a moving vehicle with mm-hmm. other passengers uh, the baffled fucking passengers because I would be like sorry what wait what yeah 
um, noted that Tedford's luggage and an open bus timetable remained on his seat. If the witnesses are correct, Tedford would have had to disappear from his seat as the bus was traveling down Route 7 through the Bennington Triangle, um, which, again, is fucking wild. Right, you can't just, like, poof out of a bus. Yeah, yeah. Nearly a year later, in mid-October 1950, eight-year-old Paul Jepson went missing. He was last seen happily playing in the family pickup truck by his mother, who left to tend to the pigs at the dump where she and her husband were caretakers. Then he vanished without a trace. Um, in addition to the hundreds assembled for a search party, a New Hampshire ser- a New Hampshire sheriff brought in a bloodhound to sniff out the missing boy. The dog was able to pick up his scent, but abruptly lost the trail at a nearby crossroads, suggesting a possible abduction by a motorist. Mm-hmm. Um, as the case dragged out without a resolution, some suggested that Jepson met an early demise at the hand of his parents and was dinner for the pig, which I have said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Pigs will eat fucking anything, which is why they are a really, really good device for getting rid of things that you don't want people to find. But, like, parents doing that to their kid is fucking terrible. Yeah. Not impossible, but not probable, but terrible all of them, nonetheless. Oh, I could definitely see parents doing it to a child, but, like, I'm just saying it's terrible. Because people are terrible, so. Hmm. Yeah. But if somebody had disappeared out of a bus, it'd be just as easy for them to disappear out of the truck. Yeah. I mean, the truck wasn't moving. Yeah. So... He was just kind of playing in it, in the yeah. truck. Um, anyway, so... I forgot where it was. Okay, so, but in keeping with the eerie feeling that the Bennington Triangle, uh, the boy's father goes on to tell the Albany Times Union that it was perhaps the lure of the mountains that pulled his missing son in. And the boy had, quote, talked of nothing else for days prior to his disappearance. Mm-hmm. Um so, again, strange. Uh, only two weeks later, 53-year-old Frida Langer, an experienced hiker and survivalist familiar with the area, went missing on Somerset area of the Long Trail bordering East Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, after hiking a brief half mile with her cousin Herbert Eisner, which is honestly like the most 50s name I've ever heard. <laughs> um, Langer fell into a stream and then she was like, okay, I'm wet. Let me go back to our camp and change mm-hmm. um, into her you know, dry clothes where her husband was resting with a hurt knee, but neither her hurt husband or her cousin saw her ever again. Oh, wow. So she was hiking with the cousin, mm-hmm. fell into the stream, was like, I'm going to go change. Yeah. And where her husband was supposedly supposed to have seen her. Yeah. But Did didn't. Yeah. And then that was it. Wild. So she never got back to camp. Nope. So helicopters from the Connecticut Coast Guard and the U.S. Army in Massachusetts, as well as local aircraft from Citizens and the Vermont Aeronautics Commission, helped search for Langer. As many as 400 people, including the Massachusetts National Guard, meticulously searched the surrounding areas and found nothing. Uh, But as soon as they did find something, and this became the only known disappearance of the Bennington Triangle to where a body has turned up, Mm -hmm. six months after she went missing, Langer's corpse was found near the Somerset Reservoir. Curiously, an 
open area that had been searched extensively numerous times in the previous months. So, hmm. super strange. Um, yet, even with the body, the, co- the case saw little resolution. Uh, the body had decayed so badly that no cause of death could be determined, only fueling, feb- uh, only fueling further speculation about what kind of disturbing end she might have met. Mm-hmm. For more than two centuries, there have been numerous sightings of what I said earlier of the Bigfoot-like creature. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been numerous sightings of the so-called Bigfoot-like creature or the uh, Bennington monster. And I don't think I said this earlier, but people, like, are on this fucking train. Like, they describe it as being a large, hairy, black thing standing over six feet tall, which tracks with the stagecoach kind of thing. But um, no, like, confirmed sightings have ever been said. And you already know my stance on Bigfoot. Like, yeah. I, I just, I can't, I can't get behind the Bigfoot. Maybe the Bennington monster, but again, because the Bennington, like, area is, like, so desolate, you know? Yeah. Possibly. Like, I could see that kind of happening. But, yeah, so, the strange shit happening. Now, a lot of people think the disappearances are, one, just a serial killer at work. Two, um, well, hold on, let me get into the serial killer thing. If it was a serial killer that has no kind of, like, set um, victim profile, like, all of these victims are way different in age, they're all different genders, and they all look completely different. Um, Just opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Which is... But, like, dumb luck. Yeah, which is also... Exactly. It's very strange because Linker fell in the water. Um, The little boy just happened to be left alone. Um, one of them was a survivalist who was like trained in the More fucking than, yeah. woods. And she was, so, yeah, she was exactly. as well. So, so it's like, it's just very strange. Um, another thing is aliens, obviously. Always an option. Always an option. Um, it's always my go-to <laughs> because it is like, there have been sightings of UFOs and I could not. Okay. So every fucking article that I like read and I watched two documentaries on this bitch. And, um, everybody was like, yeah, there's UFO sightings. And then I couldn't find anybody talking about the fucking UFO sightings. They just like (laughs) glazed over. And I was like, no, 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 go back. Yeah. Like, come on now. Um, but alien abduction is always a thing. Like that's always an option. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, they, they tend to not stick to a certain criteria. Right, because I feel like they have their own criteria. Exactly. It's not anything we know. Exactly. Can distinguish. Yes. Um, and then the third theory is these all are all, like, freak accidents. Or, like, the parents killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, unrelated. Yeah, yeah, completely freak accidents. Hmm. But it seems unlikely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that is my, um, little insight into the Bennington Triangle. Which is really fun to read about. If you guys have a hot minute, like, it's very interesting. Yeah. The the amount of missing people is what interests me the most. Yeah, because I feel like the the guy who got shot, like, there's some plausible, <laughs> yeah, like, they you know, reasons why that happened. Yes. Um, that they didn't like go into expand on. Yeah. Yeah, but um. The people who just disappeared. Yeah. Like the Paula lady. Yeah. 
Oh, this was at the end. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because you would think, like, even if, um, the the lady, the one lady that they did find the body of, she was, like, experienced, they would have found her at some point. Yeah. When they were looking for her. Yeah, and they searched the reservoir, which was... Even if she was, you know, even if she wasn't there, but she was somewhere else. Yeah. Like... That's what makes me lean, I know I always say this, it's always aliens, but, like, this is what makes me lean to aliens because, like, they can take her away and, like, put her back whenever they fucking please. Right. You know? Like, and she wasn't hiding, like, she wasn't buried or anything, she was just kind of, you know, this is terrible, floating, but, like. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I need a fucking t-shirt that says it's always aliens for Christ's sake. I feel like, um, in the reservoir she could have come from somewhere else. To get to the reservoir, or we don't know. We don't know. That's the thing. Like, but I mean, like, was there other like rivers that flowed into the reservoir? Oh, I don't know that. I'm, I'm not that. I okay. was not that deep into looking at the map okay. of the reservoir. I mean, I already looked at a picture of this woman's dead body and kind of scarred myself on yeah. that one. I did that on accident, though. Yeah. To be fair, I did that on accident. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Right, but if they are unrelated, like if all the cases are unrelated. I mean, it, plausibly, it could her husband could have done it, or the cousin could have done it. Right. Like, there's true. always that kind of yeah. like, or like with the Paula girl, like some random ass serial killer or murderer or just jack off, you know, murder yeah. her on the trail. Like, yeah. it's always plausible. Like, there's always other options, but I like to phone in to the alien option. Yeah. Because sometimes well, I like to think humans are not as terrible as you know, they can be. Right. And, like, since they have never found the other people. Yeah. Like, maybe they're out there living a good life. Well, yeah, sure, we're going to float with that. <laughs> you know, I mean... <laughs> okay, I, to be fair, I have watched an ungodly amount of X-Files lately. Like, y'all, I have watched um all the way up to season 11. I am on season 11, episode 1. I have watched um, every single episode and both movies, so... <laughs> Um, it's a problem. Uh, but yeah, so. But you're taking a few days off. Uh, I I was, and then I went and did notes and I needed something (laughs) playing in the background. (laughs) When you start to dream that you are an FBI agent, it's time to take a break. Like, yeah. Step back a minute. Um, yeah, so. You are not living that life. Sadly. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was pretty fun. But anyway, um, that is my case. That's all I got for you. That's all the insight I have at the moment. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. I was I was really set on doing a ghost, and then mm-hmm. I read about this, and I was like, oh fuck yeah. Um, I was telling you, I like I changed my mind four different times, which is very rare for like cases. Mm-hmm. I do change my mind a lot in like life, but like in like my cases I'm pretty set like oh this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this this and this yeah um but no I read this and I was like what okay yeah it's very interesting it's very wild and missing people always freak me out yeah so are there do you know of any other like triangles like that in the U.S. I know of a couple but I'm not going to talk about them right okay because they're very interesting and I want to read about them more yeah it's interesting Though he only used triangles. Like, why not a circle? Well, I know of two stars, but, like, mm. yeah. Also, circles are, I don't know, circles seem weird. 
So it's like, you know, you circle something if that's what you want that area, you know? Yeah, but a circle is more like a, like, you can't, I don't know, something about the curves just weird me out. <laughs> I have a very strong What's stance. What's your least favorite shape? <laughs> my least favorite shape. Um, you know I'm going to take this seriously. I think a trapezoid is my least favorite shape. Mm-mm. I really like squares. Squares are really, really comforting for some reason. Because I know nothing's going to change. They're always, like, four straight, equally straight lines, like... Like a rectangle. It could be any kind I don't of fucking thing. like rectangles. <laughs> <laughs> Strong opinions about everything, y'all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's never-ending, guys. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I still... Earlier, I was sitting there, and I was doing the notes, and I was thinking about earlier how I thought you said hell when you said mm-hmm. hill, and mm-hmm. then earlier, I thought you said, oh, shit. <laughs> Emily's trying to put curse words in my mouth. (laughs) Um, I'm not trying to put curse words in your mouth. I just think it's amusing when you do curse. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard, I've heard now five um, fucks come out of your mouth, and that that was every time. It just kind of (laughs) like you say it like that. It sounds kind of (laughs) weird. It does sound weird. It just it just kind of catches me off guard every Mm -hmm. time you do it, and like. it, it, for some reason, I'm just, every time I'm just shook. I'm just like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's quite hilarious in my own mind. Uh, but yeah, all right. Oh, guys, we're going on vacation in like a week. We are recording um, that episode that comes out the week that we are gone early. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go on vacation. I get to get out of this fucking house. For something other than a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is amazing. I feel like that's all I get out of the house for. It's like 75% of the time I'm out of the house for a fucking doctor's appointment lately. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be rolling around. Yep. Yep. Rolling with your homies. <laughs> <laughs> My one other homie. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, so it's your turn to plug all the things and me stop talking because my my chest is actually hurting at the moment. So go for it. All right, guys. This is serious. Serious? Serious. When can we be serious? I don't know. We're going to try. God, that's like earlier. Okay, I can't. Earlier, (laughs) I was like, Sierra, I'm going to compose myself. And um, (laughs) then I started laughing even harder. At the Mm -hmm. beginning of this fucking episode, I started laughing even harder because I was like, I was never composed. Like, (laughs) it just just snowballed. Seriously, when I say I had to walk away, like, Sierra was trying to be as serious as possible. She was trying to, like, make a serious face. She ended up looking like a frog. (laughs) It was... (laughs) It was a whole ordeal. Very bad. It was very bad. I think that's the the first major laughing attack you've seen me have. But my dad calls them my stupid attacks because I'm good for nothing. I think there was one before, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's an ordeal. Something sometimes it just gets me. Life just just comes at me. And that's okay. Sure. Um, Go for it. Actually, (laughs) this time, go for it. But anyways, if you haven't found this on social media, go do it. Do it, please. Just do it. But, like, I kind of do and kind of don't because uh, we're at 222 Instagram followers. Oh. And it brings me so much joy. Um, so, <laughs> if you guys want to go, you know, fuck around by emotions, which I know and you just do. Follow us on Facebook. I don't, I don't, and sure. Yeah. Like, sure, man. Just, no. You can totally follow us on Instagram. It's, um, what is it? Paranormal Podcast. There you go. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> 
But yeah, look us up on Instagram or Facebook, uh, whichever one you do, whichever age bracket you're in. Um, <laughs> I'm in the Facebook group um, unfairly and not by my choice. So oh, there's that. Uh, then there's others of us who like really don't even use it at all. So <laughs> there is that. But if you don't do social media, that's totally fine. It's not. I totally get it. Um, <laughs> I send Sierra no less than 12 memes a day just to keep her updated on what is funny. So, honestly, like, you have, like, at least five messages from me right now on your phone. Oh, my goodness. Are, like, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. Like, I feel like it's no less than five. I don't know how many of those that I haven't read yet <laughs> oh, or looked at. <laughs> But I usually catch up on them at the end of the day. And then I get a, my phone just continuously knocks. So Yeah, because they react to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but if, like I said, if you're not on social media, you can find us on our website, paranormpodcast.com. Uh, on there, you'll find the blog, which includes the case photos and sources. And um, there are some resources for you on there as well if you need them. Yes, y'all value your mental health. I am um, taking a step towards bettering mine, and I'm seeing a therapist, and it's going super well. She's super great. She lives in Japan, which is so so cool to me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so talk to someone if you need someone. And none of those resources are directly connected to us, so like you don't have to worry about us. Like, what what in the world? Um, But yeah, so check that out on the blog. Um, What else is there? Uh, you can contact us through the blog. There's like yeah. a little form you just fill out, and then they'll send us an email. Um, and yeah, just let us know things. I don't all know. the things, all the fun things. Um, if you have any theories on this, but ancient yeah, triangle. if you guys know any updates or anything like that, that would be super cool. Or if you like live in Vermont and listen to the podcast, you can let us know, like what's going on. Or yeah, like have you been there? Like, are there aliens? I need to fucking know, y'all. <laughs> Okay, uh, that was aggressive. I do not apologize, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, if you like sending emails, I kind of do. I feel like emails are, like, um, very... Like, I would rather send an email than talk to someone on the phone. I gotcha. You know? But I would also talk to someone on... Rather talk to someone on the phone than send a text message. Any day. Hmm. Also, if you can video call me, oh, we're sold. <laughs> Done. Check that off right there. Like, because um, then I can read their lips because, like, half yeah. the time I can't fucking hear. So, yeah. yeah, no. Ultimate. If you are the email type, you can email <laughs> us at paranormpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And our P.O. box. I don't remember what the or numbers are. If you're even still stuck on regular mail. Oh my God. I, have I professed my love of mail? Uh, I think you should tell them again. Okay. Because I, I like, guys, you do not understand like my love and obsession for mail. Like, I am so fucking jealous of Sierra who gets <laughs> all of the mail. Like, she gets piles of mail and I get nothing. Like, not even bills come in my fucking name because I get them all fucking emailed to me. But, like, Which, I... It's very interesting because it's, like, save the trees slash I want mail. Yeah, basically. Um, I love mail. I love opening mail. I love going to our P.O. box, even though I don't know which P.O. box is ours. Um, it's just so much fun. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I really love mail. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why this is one of my things, but I fucking love mail. All right. Well, packages, you got me sold. Write mail to Emily. (laughs) And if you really want to fuck with my emotions, write it to Sierra. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so to Emily, uh, PO box 1416 Monroe, North Carolina, 28111. Three, four ones? Three ones. Three ones. All right. Yeah. We did it. We did it. And I didn't die. My sunburn is hanging in there. Um, my hip pain is also hanging in there. So we'll be back at Call you. Call it a win. Yeah. I didn't finish my Sprite, which is really good. So mm-hmm. now I can watch a movie and drink my Sprite. We're good. Go team. Yay. Okay, guys, you guys have a great week. Um, we're going to talk to you again in a couple of days, uh, but it's going to be the past for us. In the f- no. We're going to be in the past talking to you in the future. Nice. Probably? Yeah. Okay, cool. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.